Hey everyone, this is Milquan Stovall, wide receiver for the University of Nevada, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes, to the Flogcast Network. Jay, we're up in the house today. Glorious. Glorious Friday morning, getting a little bit chillier outside, uh, but heck, that's fall weather. That's football weather. It's getting beautiful and and awesome. It's it's uh, it feels more of a fall feel um, outside, or more of a football feel, if you will, um, for these kind of days. But today, I am joined by Mister Skinley McKinley, three-time champion. How's it going, Skin? It's going well, rough. I'm back happy to, to be back here. day seeing you. It's kind back of weird. to back. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Looks like you ate a couple of donuts this morning compared to yesterday in a little I bit. Actually, I actually did have a donut. Oh, shock. <laughs> Shocker. Of course you did. Hey, All right. But in, today, I'm not turn down free donuts. Absolutely. Of course you so won't. Can, so I can eat oh. donuts. Oh, gosh. Skin, let it go. Uh, well, speaking of letting go, uh, we let go uh, Q Blount. He is not with us today. Yeah, we, we dropped the problem. Good riddance. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, but, you know, heck, in his defense, at least he remembered, you know, some, you know, numbers that I set out compared to you. Well, heck, we should have cut you. Well. Right? But we got we got some special injuries today to go over. So we have to bring you on. Yeah, I actually. You know, Q, Q doesn't really do good with injuries. He doesn't do anything no. for this podcast at all. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sure doesn't. Heck, screw him. But today is an important day. We got a game to go over. And like I said, we got an injury report. Lots of injuries to go through today. Skin last night, shocking, was an interesting and fun game to watch. Uh, the quarterback skin kind of surprised me. I know we we kind of talked about yesterday, kind of making fun of the situation. Uh, you know, you know, Jacoby Brissett and you know Mitchell Trubisky is not two guys that I will you know throw a hundred dollar bills to go watch, but. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good game, close throughout. Uh, the, I mean, again, the score doesn't really show, but they scored that last touchdown at the end. Uh, you know, heck, if you had the Browns' defense, I bet you were a little bit excited about seeing that touchdown there. Uh, but, Skin, any surprises here that this game was actually fun to watch? Yeah, I mean, just that. Uh, I was surprised that I had a good time watching this game, to be quite <laughs> honest. Um, honestly, I, I thought Mitch Trubisky – played pretty well um mm. i thought jacoby Brissett um played very efficiently i don't he think did. he made any super splash plays but i mean he got it out to their best wide receiver quite a few times and man nick chubb um huh, this kind of hurts me to say but mm. I- i'm gonna say it nick, nick chubb is the best running back in the nfl yes i think yes he's better than jonathan taylor he's better than derrick henry and I don't um, know about Jonathan Taylor. I would call it a one A, one B, with Chubb being one A, Jonathan Taylor being one B. So far this year, yes. Well, so yeah, far. but I but mean, he, so we're gonna head, and we'll just go ahead and start with Cleveland because they won. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could tell skin the what their game, both of these guys had game plans were, and that was you know the run the ball, give the ball to Harris and Chubb. Uh, Chubb ran the ball 23 times, 113 yards. That's two games out of three that he's had over 100 yards. Um, and so, and he did get a touchdown in there. But like you said, Brissett, he looked, I mean, he looked 
Like he was in rhythm. He was in, he was in his flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he threw the ball uh, like a lot towards his best players, and that's I mean, heck, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, it really is. Mari Cooper caught the ball seven times, but also targeted eleven, and he over a hundred yards. But what I did like, uh, kind of like a little star, on you know, on this Cleveland Browns team, David Njoku. He looked good. You know, last two weeks, I mean, no splashes were there, but heck. He was highly targeted. Only one target less than Amari Cooper, their best receiver skin. Were you yeah. shocked at all about this? Yeah, that this one shocked me. I mean, I think Najoku kind of had that sleeper category in the tight end position because they got rid of Austin Hooper in the offseason going to my Titans. Not doing much so far, but mm. anyway, you know, Najoku has always been an athletic freak of nature, um, and it's just about getting him the ball. So props to Kevin Stefanski. Uh, his game plan was pretty much on point. Um, they did what they wanted to yesterday. And, you know, Njoku looked looked very athletic. And, you know, I think they need to keep him involved with that offense for them to them to keep busting out some wins. So I agree. I agree. And I'm sure that his uh, percentage in multiple leagues will go up when it comes to roster. Um, because he, I mean, he definitely looked good. And he looked heavily involved in that offense. Uh, but again, like I said, um, I mean, that was, I mean, Nick Chubb, they just fed him the ball. And, you know, 23 carries, like I mentioned, um, but he caught that. I mean, he got that end zone touchdown in the fourth quarter um, that helped him out. But uh, like you, so you said, you think it's it's Nick Chubb on top, running back category. Yeah, I mean, the dudes, and, and they don't split 50-50, but he loses a lot of snaps to Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. as well. And, and Kareem Hunt's no scrub either, so I understand why. But if Nick Chubb got the workload and the snap percentages that John Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry got, like, it, it wouldn't be – it would not be fair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's a great thing because it helps keep Nick Chubb healthy. Um, and Kareem Hunt is obviously very – very good as a backup as well um but you know they do like to take chubb out in the red zone and they they got kareem hunt three carries from the three and in and he just couldn't convert until they brought in nick chubb to to finish it off so you know that does hurt chubb's fantasy value but man just watching those jump cuts nick chubb running the ball powering through guys keeping those legs churning Man, that is a thing of beauty. He he plays the running back position like it should be played. He looks good. Definitely does. Um, you know, three games played already. He has four touchdowns. That's halfway there to what he had last year with eight. He had eight last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but again, that wasn't a bad year. Uh, he, you know, definitely um, doing pretty good so far. Three games in for Nicholas Chubb. I um, mean, like you said, um, he, he did put up 17.3. Uh, fantasy points in our league but like you said hunt i mean he was uh he put up 7.6 uh but you know i mean he he definitely he should not he should not be a backup skin i truly believe he should not be he should be starting multiple teams here um and you know he both of these guys should be putting high numbers on different teams but that's just again you know if you i've been saying this for a while browns are geniuses they really are you have two number one running backs. You do. And, you know, having that, you know, in the outside fantasy world, this is a genius move. It really is. So, all right. 
Um, any other surprises or anything you want to talk about for the Cleveland Browns? Again? Yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper starting to put it together. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks good with, you know, I was always a little concerned when Deshaun Watson's suspension was, was coming up. But, um, you know, Cooper has looked really good with Jacoby Brissett and he's getting open. Um, man, it just kind of makes me question. And I get the Dallas Dallas had to get rid of him because of his contract. But man, Cleveland stole him from Dallas. So mm-hmm. um, Amari's worth every penny that they're paying. And, um, you know, he, he looks looks very good. And, and props to Benzing for taking him, you know. No, 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 no props <laughs> to Benzing here. <laughs> no, nothing. You draft him in a good sixth round or something. And then you keep him on the bench back-to-back weeks. No, no props there. The dude went off last week, and he's still he's still picking Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs over Amari Cooper. No. Fair. Take that back. Fair. All right. Props. Fair. Scott. Heck. And yet, here bench. he is in our group chat bragging about, oh, what a great six-round pick. He's on your bench, Scotty. Yep. Don't be yep. bragging about someone who's on your bench, for goodness, yep. McNug. Fair but, enough. I mean, heck. I, I mean, think he learned he, his lesson. We don't know. We will see next week. Uh, knowing Scotty, no, I will not be surprised. I'm getting my tomato. I'm throwing it at the Scotty bus because that was a bad move. It was. And I kind of said that last time. I'm like, why is he not starting Cooper over Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders? Makes no yeah. sense to me. Yeah. No, nope, you, you called it. You called it. I'm the genius. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like a genius. You, you <laughs> stop trading your picks away and I'd actually say that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> heck. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, like we mentioned, uh, uh, Trubisky didn't look bad. Uh, you know, no touchdowns, but no interceptions there. 20 for 32 in the air, 207 yards. Uh, but, you know, Najee Harris, 15 carries, 56 yards, one touchdown. I do believe he gave Scotty in half PBR league only. 11.6 fantasy points. Any concerns here? No, no. I mean, heck, right now, Harris is 21, ranked running back. Uh, he hasn't had skin. That big old splash of a year, that, that was his best game of the year so far, 11.6. The week before, he had 11.4. The week before that, 9.6. So, again, no big splashes here. That touchdown was was Harris's first touchdown. Now, that we're in year two here. Any concerns here for this guy in Pittsburgh? Yeah, there are some current concerns, that's for sure, um, mainly because of the team around him and that offensive line. Um, but it looks like we just got a message that Keegan just followed on Twitch. So, uh, hey, hey Keegan. Keegan. Hey, hey buddy. Yep. So, Let's talk crap about him now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always fun to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're used to that. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Benzing has to be a little discouraged in terms of uh, his production. You know, Najee Harris – Last year was getting a little bit more of a workload and definitely getting some more receptions with Big Ben back there. And, and mm. Trubisky isn't as much of a dump off, check down type of guy, um, especially with the team around him. So, you know, in the long term, no, I don't think Benzing should be concerned. But, um, you know, that as a keeper, he wants more production out of Harris than what he's getting, plain and simple. Um so outside of that, though, I mean, in the long term, Najee Harris is a great player. There's nothing to be concerned about. But the Steelers need to shore up that offensive line a little bit more for Benzing to probably feel a little more comfortable. I, I am going to say this. Uh, now, of course, there you know, there's possibly no concerns here for Harris owners. Because, heck, I've, I, I own some Harris in, in some other leagues as well. But I can't tell you this, Skin, because you picked him up. I believe he's still on your roster. Jalen Warren. 
I know, heck, he only carried the ball four times. Uh, but in those four carries, heck, man, they look good. I mean, he's yep. explosive, speedy little running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a rookie um, and, and from Oklahoma State, undrafted. Um, and he, I mean, he, heck, he looked pretty good. He did fumble at once, um, but it was recovered by Johnson, I believe. I uh, just poked out of his hands there. But, I mean, this guy, I mean, he could see more carries, more than four. Uh, than he did last night. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as Najee Harris is healthy, then, you know, I don't think Jalen Warren is going to be pushing for any He's of a good staff, time. though. Like, he is. What you're doing. I mean, the moment, I so. the moment Najee Harris goes down, he's he's going to mm. be used as a workhorse, I, I believe. That's why yeah. I've stashed him, you know. Um, and so, you know, he's a good player, but I don't think he's going to be pushing for no. takeaway snaps. But, you no, know, I agree. Harris, Harris – got a little bit banged up week one and that's kind of why they're still going to give him a few for the next few weeks i believe so mm-hmm. yep i agree all right skin i hit the I hit the x button on one of these things um next player i mean heck let's talk about their wide receivers anybody yeah. standing out here for these guys i mean we we got to start off if we're <laughs> going to talk about the steelers wide receivers we got to start off with that catch from Oof. George Pickens last night. Good Gosh. Lord. I Man. mean, very reminiscent of the Odell Beckham, the catch, you know, yeah. just full extension, backwards, grabbing one-handed, just naughty. Absolutely now, in the future, naughty. Skin, you know, we're getting our producer, Quentin Blau, on the, ba- Quentin Blau on the back screen here. Uh, I mean, he's doing a great job. And in the future, we'll, we'll do a video of that, yeah. showing that. And showing heck, the man, highlights. Just, up on the screen but absolutely i mean, I mean that you, was just a beautiful you, catch if you have not seen it go to youtube right now and mm-hmm. type in george pickens catch it's going to come right up it is disgusting now that was pretty much the only thing he did yeah i mean he got the ball three he was targeted uh second most on the team yeah. last night seven but caught him three for 39 yards but that catch i mean if you if you compare the pickens catch that we saw last night uh i mean he caught it with his whole hand but, you know, with Odell, dude, Odell caught it with, like, his fingers. Like, three fingers he caught mm. and swiped it back. But nothing taken away from that Pickens catch. That was beautiful. Um, uh, well done for the rookie there. Yeah, and, and you know, he I guess he complained a little bit about, you know, being open and Mitch not getting him the ball. I, I would personally prefer as a rookie for them to keep that stuff in-house. If you got a problem, <laughs> then take it to your quarterback. Take it to your mm-hmm. coach. Don't, you don't need to be going out in the media and saying that. So, I get it. Pickens obviously has that alpha dog mentality. He wants the ball, and I respect that, especially as a rookie. Um, and he wants to be a playmaker. But if the ball gets thrown to him and it touches his hands, he better catch it because he had a mm-hmm. drop last night as well, and had a mental mistake at the end of the game too uh, during the onside kick. So you can't be spouting off and then and then making those types of mistakes. So between him and Deontay Johnson, there were a fair share of drops. Um, and so if I'm Mitch Trubisky, man, I I probably would have been laying into them a little bit, but. Um, you know, Mitch is kind of where he's at in his career, and I don't necessarily know if he has the the leverage and the cojones to quite do that. Right, right. Uh, Deontay Johnson was targeted 11, 11 times, caught an eight for 84 yards, no touchdowns, but he did uh, put up 12.4 fantasy points and half PPR. Not bad uh, for Q there. Um, and uh, when it comes to anybody else, Chase Claypool uh, only caught it. Three times out of six targets for 35 yards. And I do believe uh, he's still 
was that TC? Oh yeah, TC. Oh boy, mm-hmm. uh, TC. He actually moved. Thank goodness, he moved him out of his starting lineup. Okay. Um, so he's sitting there peacefully on his bench, which he should right now. Yeah. Uh, Claypool hasn't really done much this year. Uh, will he ever? I mean, will he turn it on this year? I mean, again, a younger guy. Um, he, we thought he was going to have a breakout year last last week, but all three or last year, last three, last three games, all under. All under 10 points. So yeah, yeah, I just think there's too many mouths to feed and not a high-powered enough offense with Mitch leading the charge and that offensive line not being very good. So mm-hmm. I really don't have high hopes for Chase Claypool. I mean, he may have a good few good boom games, but he's not a consistent guy that I would feel comfortable keeping in my lineup. Deontay Johnson's really the only one um, in that receiver room that I would feel comfortable playing week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you had Pat Fryermuth playing last night as oh. well. Boy almost put up a goose egg until that very last drive. He did. I, I honestly so. thought he was going to. Yeah. Yep. And I have a couple shares of old Patty, and he uh, it was a little bit disappointing. Well, heck, you know what? I will take. I will take anything that is given to me. I mean, he gave me what? Five, four, five points. Going to hit another button. But, uh, I mean, better than zero. I've seen a couple. I've seen too many goose eggs <laughs> on my on my roster already. Yeah, um, I think they need to get Pat involved a little bit more in that offense a little bit, too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, that heck, I mean, it could have been a game plan, of, you know, for Cleveland to take away that tight end option there. So yeah. any other guys here, Skinley, uh, that you want to talk about or go over? We went through yep. a lot of them. I, I think that's pretty much everybody that's fantasy relevant. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think the Steelers are a playoff team, but um, I'm excited to see. You know, what happens when Kenny Pickett gets the nod to go in? It, it may be in a few weeks. It may not be till next year. But, um, you know, I know Mitch is battling, and, and I kind of respected how, how hard he was slinging it last night. I do think it's going to happen this year. Yeah, I really I, do. I think yeah. it's going to happen sometime. But, again, Trubisky didn't really make any big mistakes, I guess, uh, last night, no turnovers. So, you know, it's again, that game was kind of like in their palm. And they kind of let it loose. So I think it'll maybe give it a couple more weeks, but it's going to happen, Skip. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, you know, Pickett's, he's their future. Uh, so, but again, Trubisky, respect. Mm-hmm. Respect. Absolutely. Okay, Skin. So that's it for last night's game. We are going to set up here and we're going to, we're going to go. We got some injuries to go over. We have quite uh, so a few we, injuries. We got a couple injuries that we did not go through yesterday. But we are going to go through them today, and we're going to set that up, and we're going to – the old Skinley McKinley injury report is what I'm calling it. It's not a good room to it. Yeah, the does. old Skinley, like Skinley McKinley injury report. <laughs> Pretty fun. One second. All right. So let's go start through the first matchup here. Um, we'll go we'll – just, we'll just start off with us. You know, we're yeah, on the podcast. I mean, come on. Come Why on. Let's start off with us, huh? Let's do it. All right. So uh, let's start off with my lineup first here. I've got a few guys with a questionable mark. Luckily, nobody that's in my lineup at the moment, but um, J.K. Dobbins, as we all know. Anybody yeah, what is it? owns J.K. Dobbins uh, has probably been keeping up with this, but he is coming off a significant knee injury. You know, just came out recently that he said not only did he tear his ACL, but he tore his LCL, which is on the outside of the knee, the meniscus, which is a little padding inside the knee, mm. and his hamstring all in that injury. So, you know, that is a significant, significant blow. And so 
you know, he is really pushing hard to play, but I think the team is definitely holding, holding out for his long-term health. And I think that's the smart thing to do. If you're a JK Dobbins owner, you're going to have to be patient. I mm-hmm. personally don't think he's going to be back this week. And if he does, he's going to be on a snap count and he should be on a snap count for the next couple his first couple weeks. So even if he's healthy and ready to go, do not put him in your lineups. You're going to have to wait a little bit. So um, I hope all everything's well. You know, I know he wants to get on the field, and hopefully it happens soon. But So, yeah, Skin, I have a few shares of old Dobbins. Mm-hmm. So if he plays Sunday, don't start him. Do not start him. Do okay. not start him. And, I mean, it's one of those things. You know, he could, he could get a touchdown, but it's, I just don't think his workload is going to be anywhere near full. Um, if you have absolutely nobody, okay, but you know, he could get 10 touches. He, you know, it's just one of those things you, you really don't know what they're going to do. And they have Lamar to run the ball as well. So, um, I, I would hold use, off. right. It'll be lightly used if anything. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. definitely, definitely on a, on a snap count. So, mm-hmm. um, second guy, two, two other guys I have on my IR spots, Michael Gallup, again, returning from an ACL tear that happened January 2nd. Sounds like he's close. Uh, sounds like he has a chance to play this week. But again, Dallas has already said he will be on a snap count when he returns. So again, if you have Michael Gallup, keep him on your bench. Even if he's healthy and ready to go this week, keep him on your bench. So he's still going to be ramping up to play. And especially coming off an ACL tear, it usually takes a few weeks to get your footing under you and those uh, full velocity type cuts. So so hold off on Michael Gallup. Don't put him in your lineups yet. Here, here's the thing, though. Uh, are people going to go absolutely nuts to even grab this guy? Because here's the thing. I mean, as we all know, Dak is gone. So, I mean, he he really – and I think you said this yesterday, Skin. Uh, he really got uh, that Noah Brown guy involved because of, you know, Cooper Rush and mm-hmm. Noah Brown, you know, in the practice. They had that chemistry. So, yeah. you know, Michael Gallup gets in there. I mean, is he going to be even a flex option? I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, you would think C.D. Lamb would turn it up just one notch or two. Yeah, but, you would. You would think, but I mean, when Gallup was healthy, he was clear cut number two wide receiver on this team. And I'll go over. I'll pre-injury. go over Dak, Right, pre-injury, and I'll yes. go over Dak's injury report here. But he's not going to be out for very long. He's going to be back here soon. So. Dak and Michael Gallup had some good rapport, so I'm not expecting Cooper Rush to be in there for, for much longer, to be okay. honest. So we'll hit on that a little, a little bit later here. All right. The last guy I have is Rondell Moore, a very injury-prone guy, just kind of sitting on my bench and waiting to see what he does. Um, with Arizona, you just don't know. You know. Because Hopkins was suspended, I felt like it was a good pickup to maybe stash and see how they use him. Um, but it does not sound like he's going to play this week. Here's my – oh, sorry. Yeah. He's, he's not going to play this week. No, sounds like he's not playing. Can't get over that hamstring injury, and especially a, a guy whose game is built on speed, that that hamstring is going to need to be fully healed before he gets back. So I think he's out another week. There's my door, my door to Bash, Keegan, Scott. Just there you go. Up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you said hamstring injury. Of course, those don't sound enjoyable. But was that for a younger wide receiver, who, of course, Hopkins is out for a few for a few games. Uh, should he have dropped Mr. Moore, his guy from Purdue, even this hamstring injury? Did he see the hamstring injury and just, and just like pee down his pants and cry? <laughs> uh, he got scared. Um, I wouldn't, uh, I have some Moores and I did not drop him. 
And you did the smart thing. You picked him up for zero dollars mm-hmm. and you put him on your your way your IR spot. Yeah. All right. Is, is that hamstring too like too scary or is that? Well, in Keegan, so the only reason I'd say Keegan kind of had to do it is because week one his team kind of got obliterated. He, you know, he had Elijah right. Mitchell, Dak, both go out where his IR spots were full. So that's the only only reason I'm giving him out. Um, you know, but I think Rondell Moore's upside was enough for me. I was like excited when I saw Keegan drop him because I knew I'd go right after him. But I know I should have so, snagged him. But not only is Rondell Moore not playing this week, it sounds like he could be out a couple more weeks still. Okay. So I mean, that was your door also kind of helped me get him. But that's yeah, fine. yep, you took you took it when you can. So <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's go over your roster here. So you've got a few a few guys on question marks, you know, and I wouldn't say they're. Uh, big contributors by any means which is a good thing right um you know there's really only only three receivers you've got here alec pierce uh rookie from Mm. the colts uh second straight practice um that he has has played uh yesterday and the day before um coming back from a concussion sounds like he's going to be good to go so again he's going to sit on your bench and you're going to just going to wait to see what he gives you um devin duvernay also dealing with a concussion um he was limited thursday He's still going to need to clear the NFL's protocol before he gets back on. Don't think you're going to start him or anything, but uh, this would be one to monitor and see see whether he clears that protocol before Sunday. Sounds like he could, though. He has a good chance. Last guy, who if you've stashed all offseason, uh, Velas Jones Jr. here, um, also dealing with a hamstring injury. And as we said before, like Rondell, his game is built on speed. Those hamstrings are tough when when that's that's your job. So... Um, he has practiced in back-to-back days, was limited yesterday, but it sounds like he's looking to make his NFL debut on Sunday. Let's go. Yep. So I know our, our other flog member, Connor Limbach, will be excited to see that. So and you know what, though? I'm kind of surprised that I have received zero offers for him <laughs> from Mr. Connor Limbach. That kind of shocks me. Well, now, but, now that his, his Justin Fields stance has changed a little and bit. And now he's actually going to play. Yeah, so that might—you never know. You know. Heck, I might expect a text here soon. But you know, you got to be happy with with your lineup having very little little question marks there. Yeah, yeah. Knock on what? Come on, don't jinx me now, skin. Yeah, yeah. All mm. right, well, let's move on to the next matchup: the zero and two Savage Patch Kids mm. and the one and one Philadelphia Queefles here. Um, so both have significant injuries on their teams. Um, let's start with the Quentin Blount's Philadelphia Queefles. He's got some big names with cues by their by their mm. names. DeAndre Swift ankle, very similar to last week. He was limited in practice, but Dan Campbell has pretty much said he's in a better spot now than he was at this time last week. So he's improving. They do this all year long with DeAndre Swift. They want to keep him healthy and they want to give him the workload. So. Um, He's fine. He's going to play on Sunday, and he's probably going to get a decent workload. So no issues with DeAndre Swift. Q's got to be very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian McCaffrey popped up on the injury report with an ankle as well. Sounds like it was just stiffness in the ankle after the game. Wasn't anything serious. McCaffrey even joked about it himself. He said, I could go take a pee, and I'd end up on the injury report. So, <laughs> so thought that was pretty funny. Clearly, he's going to play on Sunday. So good news there all around for Blunt for his running backs. Um, his not so good news with 
Chris Godwin still dealing with the hamstring injury. I, I personally believe they pushed him to get back too quickly from his ACL tear in the offseason. And, you know, so he, he tweaked his hamstring week one. He's been out ever since. Um, he did not practice Thursday, and he's trending mm. towards not playing this Sunday as well. I think the team is going to be playing it safe with this, especially because him coming off that ACL tear as well. So, man, the, the Bucks wide receiver core here, oh, boy. Now, right. So, I mean, that kind of led into what we were talking about yesterday with what Q said with Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And should Connor Limbach be starting Julio Jones? Now I think it's something to consider because there's no Mike Evans. There's no there's no Godwin. So, who's to go to? Is Julio going to even play? There might be no Julio Jones. Exactly. And I'm sure you go over that. I but, will. I mean, you know, it's – Woo. Yeah, that's a rough one for Tom Brady. So, you know, the Bucks <laughs> receiving core as of now, yesterday, Russell Gage, Scotty Miller, Brashad Perriman were all limited, but it looks like all three of those will be good to go. And I'm uh, under the assumption that Cole Beasley will be elevated to the 53-man roster and will make oh. his Buccaneers debut uh, next all week right. or this Sunday. Thanks uh, for him. Yeah. Uh, the last one there on Quentin's team would be Keenan Allen. Um, he was also limited Thursday. This was his back-to-back practices where he was limited. Um, sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision at this point, also dealing with a hamstring injury. Um, this is one that, if you're Quentin, you got to monitor up until game time. Um, and it's a 405 start, so that can be a little bit tricky. Um, but I th- believe he's going to be questionable going into Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Q does have him in his starting lineup at the moment. At the moment, he's probably probably listening and changing it right now. <laughs> I don't know about changing it because, I mean, I don't know who else he'd really put in there if he wants to go Deion or Devin Singletary again. But... Allen Robinson? Yeah, yeah. Alan I Robinson mean, I guess that's his next back, best option. Yeah. We were talking about him possibly releasing MBS, so I don't know if he'll start him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, it, it, would, it would be Allen over Lesnar Moore. I don't know yeah. if there's, you know, trust there yet, but I mean, heck, we'll see if that will, like you said, continue to monitor that. Yeah. Yeah. So TC's team here, Justin Herbert, as we all saw on Thursday night, um, he got crushed a few times. So playing with fractured ribs, um, I think this one is going to be another one that needs to be monitored. Knowing Herbert. I think he's going to gut it out and play, but I believe he is also going to be questionable up until game time. Um, So TC will want to keep a close eye on this one in case he needs to slip in another quarterback there. Um, You know, rib fractures for a quarterback when you're, when you're rotating and twisting through that trunk and then trying to throw on top. Yeah, How do you, how do you play with that? Yeah. It's just pain management. I mean, there's, there's (laughs) no way he can really get hurt worse unless he takes a shot there again. But, you know, and, and he'll probably take some shots. You know, Jacksonville's pass rushers are no joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he's going to get some, some pain meds and go through it. It's just one of those. It's, it's just a lot of pain management for him. So, um, I, I personally, my gut is saying that he's going to play, but TC will want to monitor it. Mm-hmm. He's also got Alvin Kamara there, who's also dealing with rib injuries. This one I have no concern. It uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be multi-week sounds like they were playing it safe last week by holding them out so i believe alvin kamara will be good to go um on sunday so good news for tc there do you still start him 
I he mean, he, if it's a, a TC's roster, he's got to. I mean, well, TC's, yeah. yeah. I, if, if you're anyone else and you have Kamara, I also believe you have to start him. I, I mean, I think he's that I mean you could player. consider A.J. Dillon. You mm. know? Against, well, I know it was against Tampa Bay, but, I mean, if he had to choose A.J. Dillon, it wouldn't be a bad option. Yeah, I still say even a not 100% Alvin Kamara, uh, you got to go with him personally. Okay. All right. Uh, TC's also got Dalton Schultz there. Sounds like he sprained his MCL. He's most likely going to be out this week. Um, doesn't sound like it's going to be much further than that. Might be a week or two. Um, you know, Dalton Schultz will probably be back in there sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And then Dawson Knox popped up on the injury report with a foot injury. Um, doesn't sound like it's too concerning. He was he practiced in limited fashion yesterday. Um, most likely going to play. Okay. Moving on to the next matchup, Skin. We've got two more left. Yep, CD Lamb or CD's nuts <laughs> and <laughs> Magic Skull Bus. A um, couple other big name guys here. Uh, let's start with Benzing's team, two and O, the CD's nuts. Um, Michael Pittman, big news, big news here for for Benzing. Michael Pittman tweaked his quad. Sounds like it may have been in practice. Mm, mm-hmm. Not sure here. There's been some whispers. He was not willing to to talk about it. But he logged his second straight day of limited practices. Um, sounds like he is going to be playing. So Colts will be back with Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce in that wide receiver room uh, on Sunday. So good news for the Colts there because Lord knows they need some wide receiver help. Um, Josh Jacobs popped up on the injury report with an illness. Uh, again, I would say monitor this one, but it doesn't sound too concerning. I believe uh, he will probably play. But, again, you want to look on Friday to see whether he's out again with illness. Um, kind of monitor how things go. But my guess is Josh Jacobs will, will end up playing on Sunday. Um, another good news for Mr. Benzing, George Kittle. Mm. George Kittle is back. Sounds like he's, he's good to go. Uh, practiced him in, in limited fashion yesterday. As long as he gets at least another limited day in today, he is most likely playing week three versus the Broncos. So that's big news for Benzing there. And with Jimmy, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just and with Jimmy G back, you know, they, they've played with each other for a few years. So, yeah. Does he start Kittle over Higby? I personally would, but mm. that's just my – that's just me. I think yep. Kittle too much of a game breaker to not. I agree. Um, last couple guys, he had Jacoby Myers and Alan Lazard both dealing with knee injuries. Uh, Jacoby Myers did not practice uh, yesterday. Um, this was his second day of not practicing, so not looking great for Jacoby Myers. Um, I'm guessing he's probably going to be out, but Friday will tell us, today's practice or injury report will tell us a little bit more. So if you're Benzing, you want to monitor that. I don't think he's going to be in a starting lineup either way, though. But if you have Nelson Aguilar in deeper leagues, you know, he may get some more targets. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard did not practice as well. Again, kind of the same deal. Um, still kind of seems like it's up in the air. Friday's injury report will tell you more if he gets even any work in. If, if those guys, neither of them practice Friday, you can basically count them out for Sunday most likely. So, again, not going to be in Benzing's starting lineup, and I would not touch any Packers wide receiver no matter what. So, <laughs> that's just me. Magic Skull Bus here. Um, Gabe Davis. Man, this is a, this has been a tough one. But, you know, ankle injury was out last week, kind of popped up late on the injury report. He did practice in limited fashion. Sounds like his ankle was heavily taped, 
but he sounds like he came out of practice uh, feeling good and he's trending towards playing against the Dolphins. Now, this is a big one because Byron Jones, the second corner on the Dolphins team, is on IR. So Mm -hmm. it's a third-string corner that's going to be matched up against Gabe Davis. So he really is going to have a good matchup because I'm expecting Xavier uh, Xavier Howard to pretty much shadow Stephon Diggs all day long. so Gabe Davis has a good matchup. So if he plays, you know, I would consider putting him in your lineup. So uh, in, outside of that, yeah, go ahead. In Keegan's shoes? In Keegan's shoes, maybe not, you know, okay. just because his lineup is pretty well stacked up there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in other fantasy leagues, if, if you need Gabe Davis to go, you, you may be able to get him get him in. So mm-hmm. um, TJ, Hawkin- or TJ Hawkinson was limited with a hip injury. Sounds like he should play. Um, Dak Prescott there, here's the one, you know, broke his right thumb. Sounds like he practiced yesterday, uh, did not throw a football and it's all going to be about that grip, whether he can grip that ball, um, and how soon that comes back. But it sounds like he was gripping a weighted ball and tossing that yesterday in practice. Um, but not throwing they're expecting a week four or week five return for Dak. So that was a little shorter than what what we anticipated, you know, there's mm. a lot of things that can happen in that time, but um, Dak should be back relatively soon. I guess that's why Jerry Jones didn't put him on IR. So Keegan should be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And keep your eye on him in other leagues. I had another bozo in a league, dropped him. Oh, I wow. Snagged him up. Oh, wow. Yep. So keep your eye on if, he, if he's still available. Mm-hmm. Let's run through this last matchup real quick here. We've got right. Brownie Batter, Mr. Lindback, one and one, and Terry's Terrorist, zero oh and two. Um, we've we touched on Julio Jones. Uh, he did not practice yesterday. Um, you know, so he is probably going to be questionable going into Sunday. Um, it's one of those things with Julio. You just you just never know. I think if you're Connor, you got to monitor this this situation up until game time and see um, I would be checking injury report for today to see whether he gets even any sort of limited work in um, coming from that knee injury. So, you know, if you're Connor, you'd really want Julio out there because they're you know, obviously missing Mike Evans from suspension and Chris Godwin doesn't sound like he's going to play. So if Julio's there, you might want to toss him in your lineup. Toss him over run fro, you think? I mean, again, it's kind of, it's still kind of scary with him not practicing yesterday and you know what I'm saying? Julio Jones. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, even if he, they say he's going to play, is he, you know, good enough to be your second flex spot over Renfro? Yeah. I mean, it's close. And again, so this is another one. Renfro is also dealing with a concussion. He's missed the last two practices. So again, he's going to have to monitor both situations because Renfro is going to have to clear the NFL's concussion protocol to get back. So I think he's going to have to constantly be monitoring these and see see who comes out and is, is able to play at game time. And, you know, Hunter Renfro <laughs> plays at 1, Julio plays at 4.05. So, um, yeah, he's going to have to be on this one up until up until kick. Well, heck, both guys are out. He'll probably have to throw good old Juju in there. Yep, have to give, yeah. give Juju another run. So I'll Give Mooney. Go back yeah. to the moon. Yep. You know, heck. He's in a tough spot with that. That's for yeah. sure. But Terry's Terrorists, last team here, uh, Mm -hmm. has quite a few question marks with a lot of big names. Um, Leonard Fournette, uh, limited yesterday with a hamstring injury. 
my gut is saying that he will play. Uh, it sounds like the Bucks are probably managing this injury and are going to give him a few few days off here and there to keep that healthy. But my gut's saying Leonard Fournette will be good to go and he'll probably get a massive workload. Uh, James Conner with his ankle injury was also limited yesterday, but at least he got on the field for some work. Uh, I would say for Marcus, this is again one that he's going to need to monitor up until game time, but I think it's trending in the right direction. You know, with James Conner, it's always tough. Um, he is pretty injury pr- injury prone, and early in the season, they may want to play it safe. Um, if if they do that, sounds like what Daryl Williams and you know Benjamin, mm-hmm. you know Benjamin, will be will be getting some work too. So, um, so yeah, you can look out for that. If if he gets ruled out, you might want to snag up any of those guys. But uh, Jerry Judy had a tough injury where he fell on the ball and then a defender fell on him. So those ribs uh, probably not feeling great. They call it a chest and sternum injury. He did not practice Thursday. My gut is saying that he's going to be out because as a wide receiver, you're going to take some shots there and him having to reach up and twist for those balls. My gut is saying he's going to be out. But uh, again, one that is going to need to be monitored and it's tough because he plays that Sunday night game. So if not, if he doesn't get a ruling, Marcus is going to have to be prepared. If you're, if you own Jerry Judy, one suggestion is it sounds like KJ Hamler will be back. If you want to wait and you have to wait. And if Judy gets released, if Judy gets ruled out, you could slide in KJ Hamler right in. Mm-hmm. All right. Outside of that, you know, we already know Mike Evans is suspended on Marcus's team for one game for fighting with Marshawn Lattimore. I expect them to fight again when they play each other later in the, later in the season because they right. always do. But yeah, I mean, Mike Evans, you know, out one game, you know, it's Tom Brady. What's he What's he supposed to do? Right? That's what he said. You know, he's got to defend him. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, and then you know, I wanted to dive in a little bit on Trey Lance's injury. Obviously, he's out for the year with a broken ankle. He he broke his fibula bone, so it's not your like direct shin bone, but it's that small bone right outside of your shin. Um, and so, you know, either way, he's done for the year. Um, it's nothing super, super serious, pretty standard um, recovery. But, it, man, that quarterback room is going to be interesting to see how it plays out going into next offseason. So. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it just it sucks, man, because it sucks for the kid because it also sucks for us because we can't. We don't know how good he is. If he if he's up to that hype that we all yeah. thought he was going to be, uh, now we've, we've got to wait another year to see. Yeah. And heck, man, 49ers just, can't can't watch him either to, to determine that. So they're I know they're it. a tough tough spot for sure. So absolutely, I mean, Jimmy G is a solid, uh, you know, solid pickup. I mean, in, in deeper fantasy leagues, but you know, I think that helps Debo's stock a little bit. Maybe George Kittle's stock a little bit. Uh, maybe some of those other receivers and really the running back. So Jeff Wilson, you know, I think his stock ticked up a little bit because they don't have Trey Lance, like his rushing ability taking away from some mm-hmm. of them. So. Right. Absolutely. Skin, we did it. We did it. We, we did it. What a great Skinly, re- Skinly McKinley injury report there today. Um, I mean, it was, it was great. Absolutely. Thank you. That. Thank you for that, Skin. Um, we'll bring you on, hopefully next week and go through a little injury report there. Um, but appreciate that. Appreciate your time. You got any last words? Nope. Good luck this weekend. Stay healthy. You know, it's uh, going to be a fun weekend of football.
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, Skin, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for listening. You have listened to the Flycast Network. Everybody stay safe.